In each episode of the Rebel Educator podcast, you'll hear discussions with world-class educators, students, and thought leaders in education as I extract the tactics, tools, and routines that you can use as teachers and parents. I'm Tanya Sheckley, founder of Up Academy and host of Rebel Educator. I invite you to join me for these conversations as I discover how to shift the classroom, the learning environment, the mindset, and the pedagogy to resist tradition, reignite wonder, and reimagine the future of education. Subscribe to Rebel Educator wherever you get your podcasts. Dr. Kelly Gillespie about e-walkthrough. We'll have holiday music from the Dropkick Murphys, the Google Tip of the Week, and more. Stay tuned. Edutech Guys Radio. radio Radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site this program to those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio, brought to you by Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative and Hope Public Schools, both located in glorious, gorgeous, amazing downtown Hope, Arkansas. <laughs> I'm David Anderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. That's Henderson, not Anderson. That's Madlock. I don't even know my name. Madlock. <laughs> not Henderson. <laughs> Madlock. There you go. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. The uh, intro music, by the way, was called Floppy Music Jingle Bells. I want to thank the good doc for finding that for me. Actually, he spent the last 72 hours putting together floppy disks to make that song for us. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It was, uh, he actually found it. We found it. Uh, he found it online, and it was uh, it was great. And so we used it as our pre-roll music for David to tell you what's happening oh, on and, and, the show today. You guys, speaking of music, you guys are in for a <laughs> whale of a treat today. The good doc knows we were looking for some music, so... Doc, if you, I know you're out there listening because I see you <laughs> on I see radio. You, I see you listening. I see you listening. So yeah, we've got a special one for you. You're gonna love the lyrics and the and the whole thing. It's just a great song. It's a great Christmas tune. Uh, I I do want to warn our regular listeners that uh, the the song does have. Nah, uh, it's, it, fine. It's, it's a little. It's a little. It's not. It's not really. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's a little. Blue-ish. It's just brazen. Brazen. It's the Dropkick Murphys. We're talking about. Some Irish back bay Bostonites who are here to drop kick your Murphy. So <laughs> it's it's you know what's happening is one of my good friends in education posted why would the universe do this to us this week there is a full moon and it's the week before Christmas. <laughs> so kids, you think this is like the craziest time of the year a, a full moon and the week before Christmas vacation. I mean there are kids you know. Whittling knives out of pencils. I mean, they're, they're ready to get out there and do some some craziness. It's uh anyway. Hey, check us out on the web www.edutechguys.com. Drop down to the bottom of the page and find our contact form and let us know what you think of us. Don't base it on this show. Also, you can catch us at twitter.com/edutechguys. Uh, also, facebook.com/edutechguys. The Twitter hashtag, hashtag ETGChat, catch all of our goodness. Heck, just go to Google, type in EduTech, guys, and you will find us. We'll be there. 
that's what they say. We'll be there. Anyway. <laughs> so what else is going on, David? I have no freaking idea. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, just a, a, a real quick sort of, I don't know if it's an update or anyway. Yesterday, um, the uh, Department of Ed computer science guru, uh, Anthony Owen, put on a couple of um, webinars yesterday. He, did, he, uh, he actually did them live and, and recorded them, and I assume they'll be available at some point. But it was really cool. He, in the morning, he talked about the new K-8 uh, computer science standards that Arkansas has rolled out and uh, kind of what that looks like and, and what it means. And they actually brought in uh, a teacher, I think from Springdale, if I remember right, and uh, she talked all about how they uh, incorporate those standards in the in, in the learning the teachers are already doing. I mean, in the student learning that the teachers are already providing is what I'm trying to say. So things like big, bad, scary word algorithm, and it scares a bunch of teachers away. Um, but really, when it's all said and done, you know, most teachers are already doing that. What steps does it take to get from the classroom to the cafeteria? Or heck, for that matter, what are my classroom procedures? You know, classroom procedures, depending on what they are, can be classified as an algorithm. So it was it was a really cool way for um, the state to start promoting and, and, and really talking about what the standards mean. And then in the afternoon, they talked about the high school standards, which of course are a little more robust and they get into uh, some more deeper <clears throat> things. We're talking about um, um, text-based coding and, and the different requirements and how the different uh, credits uh, apply to student graduation, that kind of stuff. So, um, but it was very, very cool. Um, you, can, uh, you can get there, by the way, uh, Arkansas Ed, and you spell all that out, ArkansasEd.org. Uh, and then the easiest way to get there is to click on the C uh, in the alphabet there that runs across the page jump down to computer science, and then that will take you to that landing page. And there's all kinds of good uh, info there. And uh, as always, uh, very entertaining and uh, a lot of uh, good information coming from our good friend, Anthony Owen at the State Department. Thanks, David. Yeah. And you can always check out our Twitter account and also follow Anthony Owen on Twitter. Uh, you can find him also through our account. He likes to retweet a lot that we put out, and we thank him for that, yep. for sponsoring us on that level. Hey, uh, you're listening to EduTech, guys. It's going to be a great show today. Going to hit a little commercial, and we'll be right back with some more ETG. Do you share a passion for education and technology? Be our guest on an upcoming show. It's easy. Just reach out to us on Twitter, at EduTechGuys. We'd love to talk to you about education, technology, and what you're doing to help make a difference. That's at EduTechGuys on Twitter. Come be our guest. We'd love to Hey, welcome back. Uh, we would love to have you as a guest. If you're out there listening to the show or you know somebody that should be on the show, have them get in touch with us and just catch us on Twitter, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll love to have you. That, that's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, I was, I, sorry, I, I know I was, I was smirking <laughs> laughing, around. I was, I, was, like... I was laughing under my breath thinking, or if you know someone else who you think would be a better host. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's getting kind oh. of personal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so cool. Listen, uh, two weeks ago, we were December the 1st and 2nd, 
Uh, we were at AESA, uh, the Association of Educational mm-hmm. Service Agencies, doing interviews, and we got to sit down with uh, Dr. Kelly Gillespie, who won uh, a, a big award there yeah. uh, for her participation in her role in AESA and helping service agencies around the country. And this is just a prime you will hear from this interview why she got this award because her team yeah. at, at her, her service agency. Uh, came up with e-walkthrough, which is uh, wonderful. We're just going to let her tell you about it, and we'll be right back. Take a good listen to Dr. Kelly Gillespie. Kelly Gillespie, I'm Executive Director of Southwest Plains Regional Service Center in Sublette, Kansas, located in the far southwest corner out by Dodge City. Um, Been with the service center for 17 years, and the power of our organization is my team. Awesome. Awesome. It's good to know that. You know, that's what we've noticed here at AESA is that the directors are awesome. Um, our our director Phoebe Bailey is a uh, is I, I'm in a member school, but you know I consider our director because she's our director of the ESA. But um, directors here and this organization are have, are strong. Every, this is my second one to come to them. Wow, this is a strong group of people. Agree. Uh, the people that I have met are all about working hard for children, mm-hmm. for teachers, and for schools in whatever state they're from. It's been a privilege, and the power of this conference is networking, the opportunity to hear and listen to what other people are doing, the different models of service agencies across the nation, and there's no one right way, and we can learn something new from everyone we meet. Okay. Yeah. That's what, this morning we went to the regional breakfast, Yes. and and that's what that was about. It's like, okay, what can we do? How can we make this better? And, and everyone hear the first thing out of their mouth is it's for the students first and foremost and how can we make it better and that's the interesting thing that happens here so now you've had a very special conference this time because uh, yesterday have. at lunch at the luncheon you um, got an award uh, yes I, I got the Robin St- Robert Stevens award yeah. I was very honored to accept that on behalf of the team and it's for our research and writing around an observation tool it's a digital tool um, that provides feedback to teachers. And one of the things my team noticed as we were working in districts is the lack of feedback on a consistent basis to teachers for improvement of instruction. We get that big full plate of feedback and evaluation, but we don't get feedback along the way. And so we did research on what we can do to support teachers in making small incremental change of improvement along the way. We developed a digital walkthrough tool. Um, It's customizable for a district's needs. And uh, I'll be doing a breakout session tomorrow morning at 10, Visible Leadership, on how that walkthrough tool makes leaders visible, gets them out of their office, into the classrooms, and providing immediate feedback to teachers that they can apply and use for self-reflection and change. So that's what the award was about, but it's about the research and work of the efforts uh, back at home that we've seen as a need in Kansas. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, you know, and, and it can, I can tell just by the, the one key piece that you said there is that it's customizable. And, yes. And that's a really key piece because even in a state with, say, state standards, yes. every district is different. And, yes. And, they need to, and every teacher is different. Yes. And a lot of that is based on what are the type of student populations that they serve. Sure. You might be an all-white middle-class mm-hmm. district. You might be where I'm from. We have 87% poverty, 87% ESL. 83 languages spoken in a school. The instructional needs are not the same in those districts. So if you don't have an observation tool that you can make 
just their own. It's not the power um, that our e-walkthrough provides. I'm guessing that as your team built this, the data that they collected to build this is probably also phenomenal. It is, and that's the research that we we focused on and, again, part of the award we received yesterday. That's awesome. We've written a book, hashtag e-walkthrough, and... um, just excited about, you know, all of this is fabulous, but the real reward is what we see happening in classrooms. We want to be boots on the ground. We want impact on teachers that then impact students. That's our love and our passion. Well, and that's what, that, that's kind of the direction I was actually thinking of it as you're talking about this. Um, I, I, how long has, how long have you been doing that, the, the walkthrough program? Seven years. Okay, so wow. Seven you years. Have a lot yes, of data we have a lot of data, there. a lot of research. So, in terms of uh, of even the program you're offering, as the teachers learn from the data you've collected, what are some of the things that you guys have learned from the data collected that said, oh, we might need to tweak this here or tweak this there, or, oh man, this part didn't work at all, or this part is working you know, better than we thought it would, yes. you know, those types of things. Thank you. So let's go with the first part about empowering teachers with the data. It's important that once these observations are completed by building leaders, that teachers do get the data. Right. If we, if I took your blood pressure, but I didn't give you the results, yes. you wouldn't know what to do. Right. So we've got to give teachers the data. Once the teachers can get that data and collaborate, Charlotte Danielson says the most effective professional learning is teachers collaborating around a table about instruction. They've got to have data in that collaborative cycle. So when we provide them the data about what's happening in their classrooms, they have meat to to tie to change. The next movement we're seeing now is teachers conducting observations on teachers. Oh. And that's turned into a powerful piece. They walk into a classroom in groups, come out and calibrate. What did they see? What could they learn? And we hear things like, I never thought of doing it that way. What a great idea. Did you see how she handled Billy? And so watching, we know that modeling, if we look at Marzano's research, is a powerful tool. So teachers now are beginning to conduct observations on teachers, which then takes another notch up the power. Wow. So the observation tool, when it returns this data to the teachers immediately, does it give it to them in manageable bites? And and then when they get into that manageable bite, it's like a menu, like, oh, I have a hamburger. And when you yes. sit down, you go, oh, that's got oregano in it. You yes. know? So they've got that manageable piece. They can get a quick snapshot yes. of it and then break it out. So our tool, as soon as a building leader is completed a walkthrough, they hit submit. It filters into the data storage archive, and the teacher immediately gets a PDF of that that walkthrough result, along with a probing question for reflection. So the teacher gets immediate immediate results Mm -hmm. of the walkthrough. Then we can also set up uh, a filtering system within the e-walkthrough that we can filter at the teacher level, the PLC level, the building level, the district level, third grade teachers across the district, junior high teachers across the district, any way that we can actually get to the root cause and filter down to the smallest level. So then that data can be given in those different chunks to consider. We also have a time filter. So if we bring in professional learning on October 17th and we can look at the data prior to that 
and how did that aspect look? Then we provide the professional learning, and in six months, we can look at that data for comparison. Yeah. So we have a time filter within the software. So we can actually prove to boards of education that our professional learning dollars are working. Yes. Then, really fabulous, we've said in education for numbers of years to differentiate learning for students. Mm -hmm. Now we can differentiate learning for teachers. Yes. So we can look at data across the district and we can see how we're doing on rigor and relevance, Daggett's framework. Maybe we're not doing so well, but when we filter that out to the buildings, we may find six buildings are doing it well, but one needs additional support. So we can differentiate our professional learning wow. based on, wow, is right. Yeah, I mean, seriously, that's mm -hmm. you're targeting, or yes. potentially yes. targeting In the professional development, way. exactly, based on this data that you're able to collect. Yes. And I'm, let me see, I guess I should lead in with a question. Um, so you're doing that at, 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 at a particular district level, right? Are you also able to do that at a, on a more grander scale such that over your entire service area you see, oh, we have half a dozen of these struggling in this particular area even though we've got you know, 20 that are doing great, we still have these five or six that, yeah, the, these as a group need this to help move along. That is correct. We can look at all of the schools within the system to identify professional learning needs. Um, the state of Kansas uh, actually used the tool to work with our Kansas Learning Network schools over the last five years. That's the 99 lowest performing schools in Kansas. Oh, okay. So they designed an observation tool for their work. So this K the Kansas State Department of Education could actually look at data trends across those 33 schools and determine what support they needed to offer to use those federal dollars sure. to maximize impact on student learning. That wow. is awesome. Yes. Well, your team, so what was the, how long did it take your team to develop this? You know, we in year one, we piloted it with two schools. The next year, we just took off. Yeah. But because it's customizable, schools have the option. If they get it, they design a tool. Uh, we go into a school and facilitate the design phase. Every tool looks different. Then um, at the end of that year, if they said, wow, we didn't get the data we wanted out of that particular factor on the tool face, we can adjust that. Sure. We don't want them to live with something that's not working. One small component matters. Yeah. Right. So let's make that change so our data is reliable and valid. Have it mentioned inter-rater reliability. It's important that all of those people who are using the tool are calibrated. Sure. That we all agree what engagement looks like. Yes. That we all agree what is an academic discourse. What's that look like in instruction? So that our data is valid and reliable. Yes, absolutely. So you're continually following up. You're continually yes. recalibrating. You're yes. making sure that each school is, is right on target. Mm -hmm. Because there's new principles every year. Right. There's changes in the tool. There's Great. changes in the student population. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything. So it's important that it's a continual process. It sounds like your team and your uh, ESA is really on top of things. We hope so. And uh, um, yes, thank you. I, I see why the award is a duly... Uh, Pointed to Thank a you. great group of people and yourself for leading. Thank you. you know, my grandfather always said, "Hire people that are smarter than you." And I, absolutely. And you sound like a great leader who knows exactly the team you need to build to yes. take your ideas forward.
Thank you. Well, and, and so speaking of taking the ideas forward, is this something you're looking at offering beyond yes. the walls of your ESA? Yes, we are looking for partners mm -hmm. who want to take it into other states. We've seen our success. We've proven our success. Yeah. So now we would like to partner with other ESAs across the nation in order to get the same impact and spread the opportunities that this provides. That is phenomenal. Awesome. That really is Thank very, you. very cool. Well, Thank you. We don't want to take too much of your time. This is a busy conference and you've got a lot of news to share yes thank you for <laughs> allowing me the opportunity hey are you looking for a fun way to market your brand head over to www.edutechguys.com and reach out to us about partnerships and sponsorships and ways to get your information out to our listeners that's www.edutechguys.com Thank you very much to Dr. Kelly Gillespie for taking some time out of uh, her schedule and visiting with us at AESA. And now we are heading into music from the Dropkick Murphys, The Seasons Upon Us. Upon us, it's that time of year. Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty of cheer. There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung. There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung. There's bells and there's holly, the kids are gung ho. True love finds a kiss beneath fresh mistletoe. Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. My sisters are whack jobs, I wish I had none. Their husbands are losers, and so are their sons. My nephew's a horrible, wise little twit. He once gave me a nice gift wrap box for He likes to pelt carolers with icy snowballs. To take them out back and deck more than the halls With family like this I would have to confess I'd be better off lonely, distraught and depressed The season's upon us, it's that time of year Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty of cheer There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung There's mischief and Mr. 
Did you know the EduTech guys provide professional development and training to your teachers and students? We offer workshops and podcasting for the classroom, Google Apps for Education, Google Classroom, social media outreach for schools, and much more. We also provide live online coverage for your conference or event. We'll sit down with presenters, attendees, selected vendors, and your key conference personnel live during the conference or event to provide man-on-the-street interviews and insights each day. Want to know more? Reach out to us on Twitter at EduTechGuys. Head over to edutechguys.com and fill out the contact form on the front page. Or you can call us at 870-729-1414. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Welcome back, and uh, you want to uh, be sure to catch us live at FETSI. That's the Future of Education Technology Conference, January 24th through the 27th, 2017 in Orlando, Florida. We will be providing live conference coverage uh, each day during the conference. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, if you're going to be at FETSI, by all means, come and find us. My understanding is that we're going to be in or around the Bloggers Cafe. So uh, you definitely want to stop by and let us know what you're doing and what's happening and visit with us. And we'd love to see you. And you should go to the Bloggers Cafe because there's nothing like a nice medium rare blogger with a cup of coffee. <laughs> Get it right there at the cafe. Right there. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yay. This is one of David. David gets giddy all week. He does, we build giddy. up till Wednesday because it's, and guess what time it is? It's Google tip of the week. It's time for the old Google tip of the week. Hey, this comes to us from Google. And hey, that's convenient. <laughs> you got to give them credit. They kind of know what's going on most of the time. No, they always know what's going on because they read all of our emails. But that's a whole other <laughs> they're story. They're collecting all of our data. They know, <laughs> they know what's going on. So this is a great article at blog.google. It's for graduates, for guardians, expanding the boundaries of our tools. So they know um, what's going on with kids and what parents want, what guardians want. So what they've done is uh, for graduating students, they know the transition to the next chapter of their lives can be you know, pretty exciting, but leaving school is kind of stressful and it, where it shouldn't be. And students run the risk of losing all their digital work um, if they don't spend hours you know, downloading it or migrating it or copying their emails and schoolwork, putting it somewhere. And that's, that's a big deal for them. And it does take time and it does take energy. So Google's excited to share that early next year, so you know, sometime at the beginning of 2017, uh, they'll be launching a new feature that will help graduating students with the transition. Students will be able to copy emails and drive files from their G Suite for Education accounts into another Google account before they leave the domain. This will enable the students to easily retain their email, essays, resumes, science projects, yada, 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 before their school should remove it. And that's a pretty cool deal because most people don't realize they actually have a thing now from Google where you can actually go in and it zips all your stuff up and it emails you a link to that zip file with all your data in it. Well, depending on how long you've been on G Suite for education, Google Apps for education, you might have 50 gigs of stuff or oh, yeah, 100 because we have yeah. unlimited storage. Right. And the student might not have a device that can hold that. So that's where it gets a little you know, crazy. Yeah. A student might be using a one-to-one -one tablet device with maybe just 128 gigs on it, or maybe 64, or maybe just 16. Um, are there a BYOD student who uses their phone to do all their stuff? Right. Well, now this is cool because this is an instant transfer. I mean, you go from one Gmail account to another, it's like, okay, it's done, thanks. Yeah. You know, your stuff's there. That's awesome. We'll see you later. I think that's a really pre pretty cool deal. So that's going to help them out. Now, for Guardians, they have something completely different. 
Yeah, so on the Guardian side, um, Google recognizes how critical it is for students to have support both inside and outside of the classroom. Uh, and they understand that parent and guardian involvement is important for helping students, you know, keep up with their workload, grasp new concepts, you know, you know, kind of be there for them as they're going through school. Well, Google announced that they're making it even easier for guardians to have access to email summaries of the student work through Google Classroom. Um, so the big thing here is um, one of the things that, that parents have been asking for is that uh, they have some kind of, you know, email summary information, kind of a, you know, how's my kid doing <laughs> in the classroom? And previously, um, the parents had to have, uh, well, at one point they couldn't do anything, uh, but then Google kind of opened it up, but the parents had to have Gmail accounts. Well, now um, guardians and parents no longer have to have Google accounts in order to receive these classroom email summaries. Um, so it is very, very cool. Now they can get these summaries regardless of what their email address is. So they even had um, one parent say that the daily update is really helpful, not only in following their son's homework, but also having a dialogue with the child about what he's learning. So it's giving parents and guardians access to, not, not really access to the emails, but access to those email summaries that say, hey, this, this is, is what your student's down. been doing yeah. in Google Classroom. That's These pretty are hardcore. These assignments turned in, or this is what's due. So it's like, an, it's like a syllabus summary update of every week yeah. or every day of what's, yeah. what's expected, what, what, your, what work your student's supposed to be doing. You, know, you have to give it to Google. Uh, Google gets the flow of information and exactly what we're needing out of it. So, you know, they kind of get that communication thing. and Yeah. yeah Got to give it to them. They're really yeah. knocking that out of the park. That's, that, man, that's a couple of really cool tips. Really cool tips. All in one nice, easily manageable, tasty morsel. So, <laughs> I thought you'd like that. That was good. Little noise there. <laughs> hey, listen, we hope you have a great time out there. Most schools are wrapping up this week. Uh, Friday is probably the last day for students in most schools. Some schools go a few extra days depending yep. on what they're trying to get done, assessment or prepping for those snow days that are right around the corner. Mm. looks like this weekend, I, I think here in Arkansas, the high Saturday is 70 and the low the next day is 18. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be so nuts. Next week, we'll be talking like this the whole time. <laughs> because we'll probably have colds or who knows what. Who knows what. That's yeah. right. <laughs> who knows? My nose oh, won't know. Nose. I Dang. see what you did there. You see what you did there. Say, so, listen, um, hope you like the format. We're having a great time here. Please check us on the web, www.edutechguys.com. Uh, lots of great stuff always happening on our website. And uh, keep up with us on Twitter. We try to keep everybody uh, doing their thing and keeping up with education on Twitter. Uh, check us out there. Check yeah. us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Instagram. We're, we're all over the place. All over the place. Hey, listen, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. This is Ross Romano from The Authority here on the Bee Podcast Network. It's the show where I interview people who know what they're talking about, and no matter your role, we have some recent episodes you won't want to miss. I spoke with Mark Miller, international best-selling author and VP of high-performance leadership at Chick-fil-A, about his brand new book, Culture Rules. 
Kate Everly Walker, CEO of Presence and author of The Good Boss, joined the show. And we've had conversations with Baruti Cathele, Peter DeWitt, Julie Evans, and many more. Join us each week for ideas to address your current pain points, new perspectives from authors you admire, and fresh takes from up-and-coming voices. Subscribe to the Authority Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.